Uh, did you see the rundown? I didn't even look at it yet. No, fair enough. Hello, everybody, and welcome in to what I think will be a very uplifting edition of the Stadium Experience with Jake Elmsley. I've got Jordan Moment here alongside me, and just yeah, before we get into anything else, before we get into thoughts about what happened, feelings about what happened, let's acknowledge it was fun to have football back. Jordan, would you agree? It was very fun. It was a very, very fun Saturday and Sunday of football. You know, it was my birthday this weekend. It was. It was also Fraser Crane Day. It was also Fraser Crane Day. It's true. Falls on my birthday. Very notable holiday. Uh, you know. And uh, nothing else happened on uh, September 11th. Nope, nothing else happened. And, you know, and we just, we watched him. Except for the, you know, except for Jay-Z releasing the blueprint. Great album. And we, you know, you came down to Providence. We watched some football. We had a good time. I, I wrote in, into the rundown here to talk positives. Before anything else, I think that's an important thing to do. And, you know, did the Patriots play a game of football on Sunday? Yes. They they showed up. Did it not look particularly good? Yes. Do I have very long and detailed thoughts on all the things that didn't go well, that at the very least Jordan is going to have to sit here and listen to. Yes. But again, let's start with the positives. From the Patriots, 20-7 to annual week one loss in Miami against the Miami Dolphins. So positive takeaways, which we will open with again, because I don't want anybody to think I'm just a hater. All right, leading with love. Leading with love. Leading with love. Get him in here. You know, wrap wrap him in before you show your true colors. First thing. Defense looks pretty good. You know, we were worried about the D de- before the offseason started. We were worried about the defense. Then the offseason started. And everything surrounding the offense has seemed like a toxic cesspool. And then the game started and ended, and the offense and everything following the game has made the offense still appear to be a weird, toxic cesspool of incompetence. But we're not talking about negatives yet, Jordan. We're not taking negatives yet. Defense looked pretty good. Regardless of, you know, how the game went, regardless of the story of the game, only letting up 13 points, only letting up one touchdown. Pretty good. A pretty good performance okay. by him. You know, they... Okay. Remember, Dolphins scored a touchdown on defense. Uh, so, mm-hmm. offense, excuse me, scored, yeah, scored a touchdown on defense. So, Patriots defense, oh, let up 13 points. I think everything looked pretty good. You know, Tyreek Hill had some had some receptions. He ended with about 94 yards. Didn't destroy them. Like, we were a little bit afraid he might. You know, Tyreek Hill was making plays, but he wasn't, you know, running all over the place. Relatively. He was kind of. Yeah, I mean, he was making plays, but that's the number one reset. That's fine. Like, if we ended the game, we're like, yeah, Tyreek Hill will have, like, eight receptions, 90-something yards, no touchdowns. We, I take that. I take that every day of the week. That's relatively contained for a, play, for a guy like him. Fine. There was one really, really bad defensive play, and that was a fourth and seven. Played at Jalen Waddle, where three, where everybody in the secondary somehow, like, collided with each other, and he ran to a touchdown. But that was okay, because I have Jalen Waddle in fantasy. So that was fine. But other than that, genuinely, defense looks pretty good. Matt Judon had a really good game. He had like four QB hits in a sack. 
Dietrich Wise had a sack, bunch of QB hits. Jawan Bentley looked pretty good. Jawan Bentley was kind of all over the place. He was kind of playing in the middle, shifting to the edge. He's kind of taking over Dante Hightower's old role, it seems like. You know, he looked pretty good. Again, like, Tyreek Hill was, was putting up, was like, getting receptions. But again, secondary held up as well as you could have expected. I didn't think they were ever going to lock anybody down. So you know what? You know, thumb, thumbs up to the defense. Defense did okay. They were getting the Patriots opportunities. In the end, the Patriots, you know, the Dolphins, I don't think they scored after midway through the third quarter. And it's not as though the Dolphins went into just running the ball, trying to milk the clock mode. Like maybe they should have. They were actively trying to throw the ball all over the place. And that's something I want to talk about later. But, you know, defense did okay. So we'll put that out, put that out there, you know. Defense looked okay. Now, mind you, they looked okay against Tuataga Viola, whom I need, I just feel the need to reiterate to everybody who did not, who did not watch this game, anybody who, you know, because I'm not even, this is not even me calling anybody a bad fan or me calling anybody a thing. You can just only watch so many games. You can only see so many quarterbacks on a given Sunday in a given season. Fine. Tuataga Viola, somebody who generally speaking, you look at his numbers, looks pretty good. Last season, besides the counting stats like being lower because he only played 13 games, almost identical numbers to Mac Jones, actually. It's very, it's very, it's it's almost uncanny. This week went 23 for 33, 270, a touchdown. Those are pretty good sounding numbers. However, as I told Jordan last week, if you watch Tua Tagovailoa, my lord, is he terrible? My God. Like, I will put it this way, Jordan. And I thought of a lot of ways to try and explain, trying to figure out the best way to explain this. 23 of 33. Very good. That's like almost 70% completion. Might be 70, might be 70 plus percent completion. Not positive. Didn't do the math. Those 10 incompletions. Every incompletion for Tua is like a, was like a disaster waiting to happen. Is that not an unfair way to characterize it, Jordan? Yeah, for the most part, that wouldn't be <laughs> a terrible hype. That wouldn't be hyperbolic. It's almost every incompletion is either a hospital ball, him throwing the ball away as he gets dragged down from a sack he had no business not recognizing and just shucks it straight at the ground and really just kind of gets the benefit of the doubt and it's called a flat incomplete pass instead of a fumble or just like a ball going right through the hands of a defender. Every, every single one. I think what the dude get sacked standing completely upright like twice. Like un unreal. Un unreal how bad Tua is. Also, by the way, though, Tua, 4-0 against the Patriots in his career. 4-0. Again, I'm I'm completely out on the guy. I I was willing to give it one more year after that. After like this one game, I'm completely out on the guy from the Dolphins. I'm looking for something new at quarterback. I don't know who their backup. Oh, they have Teddy Bridgewater as their backup right now. That's probably not any better. But <laughs> Tua, very, very bad. Not good at football. Patriots could not capitalize it at all, by the way. As much as I'm praising the defense for holding up, and they did hold up, the Dolphins, not very careful with the football. It felt like every like balls were getting knocked out left and right, and they were just kind of getting lucky on that front. 
in terms of the Patriots not converting anything to turnovers. Again, Tua just getting knocked down every time he was getting sacked, just kind of throwing the ball. Like, everything looks bad. Again, you look at Tua's numbers, they look great. You watch Tua play. Jordan, did I not get you to finally come around to the Tua's terrible thing on Sunday? He, he sort of just he has no awareness about anything that happens to the right of him. Exactly. And it's, it's just it's 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 one of those players who you look at the number. And I say this about most quarterbacks because most quarterbacks numbers look fine just because of the way the game is played now, the way the rules work. Everybody's passing numbers are inflated. Everybody looks fine, which is why I hate comparing quarterbacks numbers because it's almost meaningless. But <laughs> you watch like a half a two a play and you're like, oh, this guy is. What, are they going to teach him awareness? Like, it's, it's year three. It's, he's not aware now. He's not going to get aware. Yeah, terrible. Mike McDaniels, new coach of the Dolphins. Wasn't that impressed with him either. I got to be honest, Jordan. Were we, I mean, if anything, the, the most basic thing, were me and you not, like, yelling at them to start running the ball, like, at the start of the fourth quarter? I did, uh, yes. <laughs> I, 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 t- I, I said many times, why are you th- throwing the ball? Which you're is gonna, which is such gonna, like you're going to sell the game. Just which is it. which is such a small thing, but it always drives me insane when coaches don't do that. Like when coaches don't do that, it's like that is like purely like that's like a Shanahan thing. I think one hundred percent. Like it's just it's like it's like all these like offensive like whenever I see these like this these new age like young offensive coordinator coaches like all these Sean McVay clones running around they most of them do it I, I don't know if it's like an arrogance thing they want to just show how cool their offense is they just don't have the action like they're very smart they're very good football minds but they don't have like the awareness to just like play situational football like just do the boring things like the, the only explanation I can think of is like maybe you're like well it's week one we're trying to get this new offense we want to just like get to a like going and the only way we're going to get him going is he just starts, like, making some plays. But even then, I, that's not a good reason. So, Mike, McDan- Mike McDaniels, eh, not that impressed. Which is, I'm doing all this to bring it all back around, by the way. This is not just Jake wants to sit here and make fun of the Dolphins. I even got more things about the Dolphins. I got some Tyreek Hill takes. Not even worth going into them. And the main take is, I don't even get why you invest so much in bringing in a receiver if your quarterback sucks at this point. I'm, I'm coming around on that. What's even the point of paying him $25 million a year and investing five draft picks in a guy? It's like uh, the metaphor I choose to use. It's like buying a Ferrari for your grandma. Like what's why waste the money? Buy her like one of those nice crown Victoria old cop car looking cars and then get her like a chef or something. She'll actually use instead. But you, this is all to say that the Dolphins Genuinely, a team I still don't love. I still don't understand people's hype with them, mainly because I think the quarterback sucks. But a team I don't, I don't see it with at all. Which is the thing. Not impressed by their by their quarterback. Not impressed by their coach. And they still not doing anything I really found that impressive at all. Still, you could not get out of your own way and beat them. The Patriots could not get out of their own way and do anything. On offense. So now that the positivity is over, the way that I have chosen to present my thoughts, Jordan, I am relying on you to kind of kind of be here with me, be along for the ride on this. I've kind of chosen to examine what the Patriots did wrong in this game, like the things that really fouled them I mean, on offense. It's mainly the offense. Through the prism of probably the two 
biggest plays in the game, everything behind them. And as as an approach, I just want to test. I want to try this out, Jordan. So bear with me. And that is through, I want to break down the interception on the first drive and the strip sack touchdown where the Patriots allowed as many points on offense to the Dolphins as they scored on offense in the game itself. So on the first drive, to, to remind everybody, first drive, first and 10 from about the Miami 22, Mac Jones gets the ball, gets the ball snapped, looks around, doesn't make many reads, and just heaves a jump ball, which is something I did a lot in this game. They had a lot of it in this game. Heaves a jump ball right up to Devontae Parker, who's being covered by one Mr. Xavier Howard. I don't believe the two had ever met before, Xavier Howard and Devontae Parker. But heaves the ball up to him, gets intercepted, and that first drive was probably their best drive of the entire game. Notwithstanding maybe the drive where they actually scored on, but still, first drive, Jordan, me and you were watching it. We saw those first couple plays. They picked up some first downs. We were both sitting there, and for a minute, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe they got it together. Talked about that last week. Like, maybe there's a chance they come into Miami. They've had a week to kind of get things down. Maybe they just do some little things. They can put out, like, a representative offense. We thought, oh, maybe. This looks pretty good. Remember that, Jordan? Remember we had, like, a quick fleeting moment there? They did. They look, They did look very good. They were running the ball well. Mac Jones was making some very good high percentage completions. And, exactly. And then he didn't. And then you get down into the red zone. Well, not even 22. Not the red zone. But they get down there. And just, again, heaves a jump ball, which we get into all the jump ball stuff later. Heaves a jump ball right into Devontae Parker, covered by Xavier Howard. You know, one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And he gets intercepted. And I, I've i decided that there, which to me feels like a baffling decision. And to me, I've thought there are four main reasons for why this play could have happened. If you'll bear with me here. A. Mac Jones mm-hmm. just made a poor decision. Mac okay. Jones made a poor decision. He just saw it. He did it. Threw it up there. Thought he'd get it. Don't know why you would. I mean, I like Devontae Parker. I think Devontae Parker is a good addition. But, you know, he's not the same caliber of wide receiver that, you know, Xavier Howard is a corner. But throws it right up there. Devontae Parker wearing the Patriots number one, which in the last couple seasons has just been, uh, been, a, been a real legacy number for the Patriots, worn by luminaries such as Cam Newton and Nikhil Harry. Which, in my opinion, seeing him in number one makes me think Devontae Parker might be doomed from the start, but does that. Poor decision. Second thought. You, well, the decision also poor. You look at the play. Jonu Smith is wide open. Uh, pretty much wide open. He's wide open in the flats. Again, this was a first and ten. This was They didn't have to even have this play. Matt Judon, not Matt Judon, excuse me. Johnny Smith, wide open. Gets open. So the second take, second way you can maybe look at it, is Mac Jones. Because the Patriots ran a lot of two tight end sets in this game, right? It was like their base offense, basically, for the entirety of this game. It was base offense was two tight ends. You had Johnny Smith, Hunter Henry on the field at all times. Devontae Parker played every snap in this game. 
And then they were kind of rotating around Aguilar and Jacoby Myers. Who also, Jacoby Myers, you know, another positive. Jacoby Myers had a pretty good game. Jacoby Myers made some pretty good catches, I got to tell you. He had some pretty yeah. good contested receptions in there. Got to tell you, Jacoby Myers. You, look- you know, now that you're listing the uh, Patriots receivers, I seem to notice that they're your uh... – Forgetting to name one of them. We'll get into that, Jordan. Oh, trust me. I'm, I'm, I, you're more clued into this than I thought you'd even be, honestly. But all right, so you see it. The, sec- the second potential explanation. You get to this play. Matt, Johnny Smith, open. However, Johnny Smith, last season, a lot of problems. A lot of problems hanging on to the football. Lot just with when he gets the ball in his hands, Johnny Smith is a very dynamic player, very athletic, very explosive. Get gets some yak, good runner with the ball in his hands. You had a couple plays like that in this game, even were able to get him the ball and he break a tackle or two. Problem is last year, just I don't know what it was. I seemed like he didn't know the offense, had no idea where he was going. Every time he get a lot of times he get the ball would like knock it up like he just wasn't ready, or just wasn't running the right routes. Does Mac Jones? have a lack of faith in Johnny Smith from that, and thusly doesn't want to go to him even when he is open. That, not very good. That, <laughs> concerning, if that's an idea, because obviously you do not want your quarterback just icing out one guy on the field because that is not conducive to your offense. Third, third is to continue adding layers to this. Possibly. As you mentioned, Jordan, very astutely mentioned, one Patriots receiver, not on the field very much, and that was their number their number one receiver last year, who I think is the best receiver on this roster, one Mr. Kendrick Bourne, who only played two snaps this entire game. Now, we've talked about Bourne a decent amount. Bourne did not have a great camp. Bourne did not have a great preseason. However, for him to not be on the field, you would think there is something more at work. And since this game has happened, there's been reporting from Tom Curran, there's been reporting from Alex Barth, there's been reporting all over the place that there is some kind of beef with Kendrick Bourne, with Matt Patricia, maybe the coaching staff at large. They haven't liked the way he's conducted himself. They something about him being in meetings. Not, not positive stuff coming out. What? So they're they're punishing Kendrick Bourne for uh, not respecting Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. It's possible they should. might be punishing him for not respecting Joe Judge and Matt, or at least a perceived lack of disrespect from Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, or the offensive system as a whole, or whatever. And Kendrick Bourne asked asked a deadly, the dreaded question: Why should we listen to you? And they just threw him in a dog. Now maybe. Which, by the way, if that's actually what he did, ah, you can't be doing that either. I understand that. I doubt it was something so severe. You, you can't have that on a team. That I get. You got to respect it to some degree. I doubt he v- literally said, you guys are mid. Why am I listening to you? But, you he, know, they're saying. Right. That, he's right to ask that. Uh, you that know, is, it's, <laughs> you got you to gotta all pull in one direction at some correct, point. But That's however, million dollar question. I would doubt it would be even that extreme. I'm like, all right, I get why maybe Belichick's got to be like, listen, like you got to can't be doing you can't be doing that. But was it? But if it was something like they're in a meeting, they're talking about, which is why I read the report, something about a meeting, they talk about implementing the system. Matt Patricia says one thing, Kendrick Bourne says another. He's like, well, you're, we're trying to implement this like San Francisco-esque system. I was on that team a year ago. This is maybe how we would look at it there. 
and is Matt Patricia, who was a noted hardo while with the Lions. One of the things, not, not players did not seem to love him with the Lions. If you remember those days, doesn't take too kindly to it. Which again, we'll never know the exact, well, maybe we will because stuff is leaking out. Actually, no, if they keep losing, we'll absolutely find out because somebody will tell. That's one good thing about the team losing is you actually hear things because people are mad and telling people things. But, you know, it's whatever. The lot of, lot in the tone there, you know, a lot of the story might be in the tone of how that, how whatever, how whatever slight came across, but you get that. Then there's a few issues in camp. And then they just, you know, they perceive it as disrespect, and they just bury the guy. Because routinely, the Patriots, that's genuinely how they've operated. Belichick has genuinely operated with, like, pretty low tolerance for players, kind of not respecting coaches, not listening to coaches, not kind of buying into the whole thing, right? Which, generally, good. You, 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 you kind of want that. However, that's easier to do when you're a much better team, when you have the talent, when you have the quarterback, when you can kind of afford to not have your most talented version of your team on the field and still be able to win. Which, again, you can do when you have a Tom Brady. However, this team might need a Kendrick Bourne a little bit more. And Mac Jones, seemingly, good relationship with Kendrick Bourne. They went, they they hung out in the offseason a bunch. They worked out a bunch. I think he was at his house for the draft. Their buddy, he was his number one receiver last year. Kendrick Bourne was great last year relative to what he was. You know, they're buddies. They're good, they're good pals. They're good ti- they're, they're buddies. Do you get situation like this? Kendrick Bourne isn't on the field. Jonu Smith's on there. They're doing all this two tight end stuff, which again, I don't even blame them for doing a lot of the two tight end stuff. I don't think that's inherently a bad idea. They didn't do a ton of it last year, even though they went and signed the two top tight ends in free agency and they would have put them on the field together. Fine. Makes sense. But does... You know, Mac Jones, see a Jonu Smith kind of open. And then it's a combination of, I don't trust this guy. Also, the guy I do trust, my favorite weapon in this offense, not on the field because he hurt Matt Patricia's feelings. I'm not going to throw to him. I don't want to throw to Jonu Smith. I don't want him out here. I'm just going to force it to Devontae. But they, they, want, they want Devontae Parker out here. You, you, re, you, know, you listen to Matt Grow. After they trade for Devontae Parker, Matt Patricia wanted Devontae Parker. He wanted Devontae Parker bad. That was his thing. Fine. I'll throw it to him. Let, let's see it. Let's see it. Oh, look. Couldn't do it. Can't beat him. What a surprise. Or that's scenario number three. Scenario number four. Is this purely just a Patricia thing? Which, again, I was just explaining it. Devontae Parker's Patricia's guy. We read the reports in the offseason that some people were saying that they were kind of maybe taking some power or just taking some of the load off of Matt, some of the pre-snap stuff off of Mac Jones's plate, some of the decision-making, which to me is a ludicrous thing to do because most of the good things about Mac Jones, most of Mac Jones's good traits come in his decision-making, his acumen, all that. It's certainly the good things of Mac Jones are not his ability to, you know, run around when a play breaks down, all that. He's a, he's a heady, he's a, one, of them, one of them thinking quarterbacks. So thusly, if you take some of that decision-making power away from him, it kind of feels like, okay, what's the point of Mac Jones? But I digress. They say that. Was this just, they get down there? Matt Patricia, I don't know, wants to prove the haters wrong? Wants to show that this Devontae Parker thing was a good idea? 
and just gets down there and is like and just tells because really like Mac does not really look like he even goes through his progressions on this on this play, Jordan. Which I don't know if you've like rewatched the play. I linked it in the rundown. But Mac just gets the ball. Did he just tell him? Was he just right in the ear, like, all right, Mac, on this play? We're just going right to him. Just gonna get the snap, we're gonna look around, and if he's got any kind of chance, just throw it right up for Devontae. That's the plan. Don't go through anything else. That's it. That's what we're doing. And um, you know, I wouldn't call that imaginative. And yeah, is Matt Patricia like, I, I wanna take a shot here, a yada yada yada. Which, again, I'll acknowledge in fairness. Xavier Howard kind of hooks him a little bit, but I care so much less about this than everything else I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't know. I look at it and, and it just, it's, it's this interesting prism. Just kind of talk about all these things because the Kendrick Bourne stuff is real. Like that, like that, like that, this is not like drama alert. Me trying to make stuff out of nothing. Hey, he didn't play. Which, by the way, you want to continue to talk about Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne, maybe having a little bit, uh, a little bit of a bone to pick with the rest of the team. Uh, Jordan, what did, uh, what did Mac Jones and Kendrick Bourne do the the first snap where they finally put him in, like late in the fourth quarter? They made a was it like a 24, 25 yard pass? About a like forty that? yard pass. I was forty. Oh, oh yeah, it was forty. It's a lot more than that. Forty-one, literal. Oh yeah, I remember the play. First yeah. snap, they put him in the game. Mac just goes right over the top to him. Imme- immediately, like first play, first read, just quick hits him. Which I don't know, Jordan. Everything I'm reading is it unfair to look at that and go? They put him in the game, and they're like, let's just let's just show these these mfers like, what are they doing? Like what what are we doing? Like, God bless Jacoby Myers. Made some great contested catches. Probably exactly what Mac Jones said. Like, yeah, I know Jake Elmsley thinks that John U. Smith, you know, is important to unlock for this offense. But, my God, your number one guy last year doesn't play a snap. And then they put him in. They do that. They play, he played, like, one more snap. And they pulled him again. They took him out. <laughs> they didn't see the field. Remember when I told you they're they're sabotaging Mac Jones? They might be. No, like, I understand <laughs> I don't think they're intentionally sabotaging him. They're just, they just, they have stupid people overseeing his development. (laughs) But they put him out there and they do this. And by the way, then you want more of this next day, day after Tom Curran has Robert Kraft telling him, oh, we got to put Kendrick Bourne in more. We got, why is Kendrick Bourne not playing? Which is not a good thing, Jordan, by the way, that, that news article not a good thing. Because when in the entire, however, the entire length we've been alive has been this Patriots Belichick thing. When has Robert Kraft ever had like a depth chart, said something about like the way the depth chart shakes out? Because I genuinely, generally, Jordan, don't think it's a good thing when owners are coming in and being like, hey, like, why isn't this guy playing over this guy? Like the minutia stuff, like big stuff. Like, really big picture, like, sign a guy to a $300 million contract. Owner could be a little involved in that. You know, fine, whatever. But, like, it's not a good side when the owner's like, hey, why is, like, this wide receiver not playing over this wide receiver? That's a little bit weird, isn't it? Not, not exactly a sign of a functional thing. And, yeah, you know, all I'm saying is, you know, maybe they got a little bit of, uh, hey, you know, maybe some of these problems we've been talking about. We've been speculating some of these interpersonal issues, you know? 
Yeah, they might be kind of real. There might be a lot of validity to like either like 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 macking some of the boys really bad about the play calling situation because the play calling in this game overall was not good. Do you want some numbers? You want like probably what was like the most telling number, at least for me, about just how mismanaged this offense was. What was that? Mm-hmm. You know how many play action passes? Yeah, a, hit me with it. You know how many play action passes the Patriots attempted in this game? Uh, um, how many? Two. <laughs> the entire game. <laughs> I, was about, I, was about, I was about to say, so I don't remember that many. <laughs> Two. Which to me, Jordan, again, well, first to them, something that was foundational for their offense last year. And now to me, you're talking about an offense, which I still think has enough talent to be functional, but not in a way that you can just line these guys up, have them all run their routes. They're all going to beat their man. You can just go right to them. Like, no, no, no. Like, they have talent, but you have to scheme it up, you know? A little bit of trickery. Kind of makes a play so some guys can get open. Design the plays up a certain way. And you think, Jordan, again, what, what are those little, little things you can do to help maybe scheme some guys up open something that's you know seemingly worked for them in the past as of last season it's a little uh little play action you know jordan but instead of that of anything of like utilizing these players in like ways that like you know they had that one like what was it that one bubble screen to agalor it worked pretty good a fast guy he got the ball in his hands he went forward he got like 11 yards good little play never did it again i got the johnny smith stuff did a little bit of it not enough of it Meanwhile, Jordan, like how many times in this game was Mac just going like jump ball to Hunter Henry, jump ball to Hunter Henry, another jump ball to Devontae Parker, just like, like, the, like just right over the top two. Like how many times are we seeing that? It, it was an uh, amount of times that was uh, a bit uncomfortable for me. Exactly. And it's, it's just that's that's not how this offense could work again. Like I'm still a believer that they have enough talent. That that's not how they're going to do it. Like, again, they're not going to go straight up over the top and beat guys. That's not going to work. And it's just, I, like no play, like no motion. I think they had like one legitimate, like pre-snap motion on this team. Like none of it. And then, and and then they got, they got called for it. Exactly. Cause, cause, cause one of the linemen wasn't set. (laughs) Yeah. Something like that. Like just none of it. Like, none of that, or, like, the play where Mac Jones got bisected. They still, they got offsetting penalties on it. Yeah, that that was, that was, that was insane. <laughs> but it's just, none of it, like, <laughs> you don't think about how important play calling is until you see bad play calling. Like, you're like, oh, maybe we're making too much of the play calling. Then you see bad play calling. You're like, no, football is truly, like, the film of sports collaborative in every ooh that's a good metaphor Joe. I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna keep that one it's the film of sports jordan collaborative in every every aspect and it's just Damn. like like they weren't running the ball when you felt like they should be running the ball they weren't passing when you felt like they should be pa- just nothing worked except for ty montgomery's fun little somersault i enjoyed that I enjoyed it when Ty Montgomery caught the ball on, like, the two-yard line and then just rolled over into the end zone. He's on IR now, by the way. He's hurt, so that's... Well, he was supposed to go... 
I didn't hear about that. Yeah, he's on IR now. Well, we talked about it last week. I thought he was going on IR after he made the 53-man. I was surprised he even played this week. Remember he got hurt in the preseason? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, uh, I feel I feel like we rehashed this before. Like, no, I we did. <laughs> but then he played. I, it was Nobody thought he was going to play. He played 21 snaps. <laughs> like, he legitimately played. Like, he was in the game. Like, he got some work. Like, he got some carry. He got a couple carries. He had, like, three receptions. Like, he didn't put up numbers, but, like, he just... I was on IR now. Like, I, don't, I don't know what that was. He just was really like, no, guys, like I, I can take it. And then he's like, oh, okay, maybe not. Did that, though. That was pretty fun. The little spin. Like this little, little roll. Like he was going down a hill. A nice sunny afternoon. But, like, just, I like, they did none of the things that they did to do. Like, they did everything bad. Everything they did on offense was bad. It's 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 as bad as I as we thought it could possibly be, like and even then I still kind of in my ma- brain was like, well, like ah, come on, like it's it's not that hard to get right, like can't be that hard to do it in a way that's representative. And I was wrong. So you had that play, you had the interception, which again I just think, like you just can. Pe- I don't know if I'm going too deep on it, but I just feel like that play alone, you can just keep peeling back the layers. And just as like a great jumping off point for like everything that they did wrong in this game. Or everything that's going on wrong with this with this team behind the scenes. Cause again, I don't know, but like the owner thing is so bad. Like I don't I don't I don't think Robert Kraft is wrong. But again, Jordan, like when whenever do you see like the owner stepping in in like a team and you're like, that that seems like an indicative of a functional situation. This this is good. This is good. I like this. This is helpful. I mean, how much Cowboys copium do you want right now? Exactly. Like, he's right. Why the hell is Kendrick Bourne not playing? It's just, oh, man. Like, if they're, like, are they beef? Like, what? Is are Belichick and Kraft beefing now? Which, by the way, I think they've been beefing for years, by the way. But that's besides the point. Like, don't make it so obvious. Like, make me read between the lines a little more. Come on, make it a little hard for me. But, my God. Like, just, you got that. And, again, you... And then the other one, a little bit, little bit less. I don't have like a four point like, <laughs> I don't have like a four point list of theories on this. And then you get the strip sack, which, again, the Patriots let up a touchdown on offense and they scored a touchdown on offense. So, offense was a net neutral. But you have that Brandon Jones, because I didn't realize that the Dolphins have at least two Joneses in their secondary too. Even though Byron didn't play. Also, do you know who was um, filling in for Byron Jones? Who was filling in for Byron Jones? I don't know. The Patriots never tested him. <laughs> they kept throwing to Xavier Howard for some reason. <laughs> whom whom I would say is quite a good quarterback, Jordan. And me, just I'm saying hypothetically, I think had a good matchup against Devontae Parker. I don't know why I'd think that. It's also just fun trivia fact that they were on the same team last year and the Dolphins literally had to stop having Xavier Howard cover Devontae Parker in practice because they, quote, wanted Devontae Parker to get his confidence up. But whatever. It tested him in the game anyway. Go right over the top to him. Why not? Come on, week one, baby. First drive. Let's just, let's just, let's just hum it right to him. It'll be fine. Anyway, Brandon Jones comes in. Watch... Okay, if you look at the play, I'm not positive exactly whose assignment that was. Because on the left side, yeah, 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 James Furnett's, because I guess they, they were rotating out Cole Strange, by the way. Which I didn't realize during the game. 
I found out after the fact. They were rotating out kind of Cole Strange and Isaiah Wynn, which apparently was just to keep them fresh because I looked at the numbers. Cole Strange had a very good game, Jordan. 26, uh, 26 snaps in pass protection, not a single pressure allowed. So, man, man did okay while he was out there. Anyway, though, James Fred's on the left side. Trent Brown out there with him. Brandon Jones, like, Hunter Henry was in the area, but he was apparently running a route, so wasn't really on him. He went right by him, just went, we all saw it. He went right by Trent Brown, went right there, sacked back on his blind side, done. Out. Ball, ball in the end zone, touchdown Miami. And it's, it's like, it's not good. <laughs> I got. I have less on that one, but like, and then Trent Brown wouldn't talk to anybody after the game. Who, by the way, Trent Brown, who two weeks ago was tweeting, "I want to go home," while they were getting ready for a preseason game with the Raiders, and then doesn't talk to anybody after the game, doesn't answer any questions, and then. But don't worry, Jordan. After the after the game, Belichick came out and he's like, "Well, they asked him about that play, and he said, well, we had enough guys out there to block," which again, Jordan, t- to me, sounds a little um. Sounds a little bit like he's throwing the dudes on the field under the bus a little bit. That's just me, Jordan. When when coach says, "Oh, we had enough guys out there to block them," they they did. It's just that Trent Brown looked inside out, and by the time he looked out, it was the play was already over. It came right out of nowhere. It was it was already over. <laughs> like no, it's... no nobody nobody had a chance to to, to 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 block him by the time they even noticed he was there. But. I mean, if you go watch play again, it's a really interesting design, actually, of the blitz. But even that, like, like that was maybe, like, the one play Miami had. was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, that was, like, a neat little design. Because, again, Miami did, did nothing impressive to me. Like, no, nothing Miami did. I was like, wow. I had, like, Miami made me go, these guys are morons more times than I went. Oh, wow, look at that. That was pretty neat. It, it was a lot of me going, like, Tua's a moron. Mike McDaniels is a moron. Oh, God. Oh, God, how are the Patriots losing this badly? Oh, God, everything's worse than I thought. Oh, what was I thinking? I said they'd win 17-14. Oh, God, I bet money on this game. Oh, what an idiot I am. This is the worst birthday ever. Oh, God. But, and by the way, I still think Miami's going to win, like, five, six games max. Like, I, I have zero faith. But, just again, like, just, just nothing. Which, by the way, Jordan, Belichick came out after the game, and you want to hear a classic Belichickism? He's he came out. He was in he was in rare form, Jordan. He was using his kind of you remember remember kind of everything we ever heard from Belichick. He came out and he said the classic Belichick, uh, you know, Belichick way of thinking. Well, if you look at it, we had a uh, we kind of matched them in yardage. Total yardage, mm. we were pretty close to him. Which again, Jordan, a lot of the time we've always heard Belichick go like, well, the important thing is match your opponent on a uh, raw yardage. That's that's the thing you want to focus. That's what you want to emphasize. That's how you win football. That's how you win football. It's all about yards, babe. It's all about just raw, <laughs> raw yards. <laughs> it's like, I, <laughs> it's like, maybe they, maybe they get it together. Right. Like, I guess, mm. I guess I, I have some level of confidence that if things are as bad on the inside as they appear right now that at the very least at some point Belichick who I still believe is a competent functioning human being will just like take a stranglehold of like whatever it is and just try and write it to the best of his ability 
but can that's that's got to happen like 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 maybe like tomorrow, maybe it could have happened yesterday. Cause like my God, like the, again, this this like I didn't think this Patricia thing could be like it's bad that I Jordan me not a great X's and O's mind can like watch this game and be like oh I know what they're doing wrong play calling wise that's atrocious if I'm recognizing it me Jordan I was recognizing it like that's that's bad how are they this bad how would how are they this bad i'm like okay they've never coached offense i get it not a great look but like they they got like of course you have to understand how offense works just being an nfl coach you coach defense what's defense but understanding offense i mean they can't be this bad oh no Jordan, they are this bad like it's it's my god it's like it's like what and now you're potentially you've you've alienated your number one receiver like that's that's obvious. They have put him on an island, right? They put Kendrick Bourne on an island, tried to freeze him out. Which whatever, it's a thing they've done in the past with dudes who have been malcontents, et cetera, et cetera. Problem is, you marooned him on an island. Seems like your quarterback wants to be there with him, which is great. You know, we love the Mac Jones revolt era. And uh, your left tackle doesn't want to be there. Which again, Jordan, I'm not a foot football genius but i say you know if there are people on your offense you don't want to have alienated and not loving where things are it's probably not your quarterback number one receiver and your left tackle me personally i'll give you your right he plays right tackle now no he just play left tackle now never mind and your left tackle just me me personally jordan don't think those people you want to alien just me i'm a fool i understand that but like, like, I don't like. Maybe it's just Miami. Maybe, maybe, maybe they were just looking at TD the Dolphin. Who that that is that is true. TD the Dolphin can provoke the the the, the deepest sorrows in the hearts the hearts of men. Me, me and Jordan saw TD the Dolphin, the mascot for the Dolphins, for the first time on Sunday, and it, we ooh. look him up, please. Right, they've never seen him. Look him up. He is. He is terrifying. I've had nightmares since. I, I can't blame you. He, sta- he stared into me. He definitely has at least left like a shred of his soul imprinted on my soul. In case he needs me for anything in the future. Like just, just terrifying stuff. Best thing the Dolphins did, honestly. Most impactful thing the Dolphins did all day was their mascot. But. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I, they didn't do anything good. Like, they didn't, like, they didn't do anything good, and I think they all hate each other now. I feel very confident that everybody hates each other, which I don't know. Like, I guess you can't rule out they get it right, because maybe, yeah, maybe they get it right, but I don't feel good about it. Like, I, I don't know, Joe, what do you got? You got, what do you, you got any other takeaways from this? Any other big notable things from this 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 Dolphins game? Which again, they've lost week one of the Dolphins, and I've sounded the alarm before. I know it's happened. It's happened, I know. But it's just how am I supposed to feel when everything we talked about that could be wrong with this team all offseason to the letter, everything I talked about. This this is for the absolute page this is for the absolute like guys who are still still just ultimate bill we trust people like how am i supposed to feel when everything i said that could go wrong all off season all those things looked atrocious and here we are like i don't i was supposed to say anyway jordan you regale me with your positivity um 
Well, well, first things first. Uh, Mike, uh, not Mike, Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. They they have no business in this in this league. They have no business calling this offense. I don't even really. It's just pure cronyism. Because if this was any other industry on earth, you you have a run the way those two two have had, and you you wouldn't you wouldn't be where they're at. It's quite simple. Um, I'll 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 agree with you halfway on the defense looking good. Um, Tua was running around with it with like a chicken with his head cut off, and he was just flinging it, and there was oh so many balls that went through the hands of linebackers and safeties <laughs> and corners. Um, I I I recall I haven't seen any highlights since we watched the game, but I know there is at least four different dropped interceptions that I can recall. Oh, again, you, again, of those 10 incomplete passes to a throw, every single one was a disaster waiting to happen. That is the best way I can explain it. And then you have like the nonsense with like the safety and then up to a, just not checking down and damn near intentional grounding and then just letting the ball go wherever <laughs> he wants it to go. The, the, the left-handed gunslinger. Um, but the defense played kind of. I, I'd say they played average. Oh sure, I was just they, they didn't they didn't necessarily put the brakes, put the clamps on a kind of lackluster offensive talent, which sort of worries me. Uh, not necessarily going into Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh, that you know, Lord knows that Bengals game was something yeah. special. Ah, ah. that you, you'll <laughs> never see one of those again. Oh sure, that like, was. And that I'm, was a force of nature, but like you know, other teams going for you know, they're doing if they're doing that against the Dolphins, you know, what about you know? Oh sure, I just, Bills, I just more say it. Charger, cheese. I just more say it, it's like in the end, like if you only let up like thirteen points, like an NFL game, like eh, it's like it's, it's good. <laughs> like I'm not gonna sit here and be like, oh, should have held them to only seven. Like no, like 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 they put it's, they put the offense well in position to win. Like again, like you go to the again, they did not. The Dolphins, I don't believe, scored after the third quarter. Like halfway through the third quarter, they had a few, they only had three points in the second half. Like the Patriots had one, two, like three different possessions. All those ended with fumbles, punts, like the the Diagolor fumble, which was just inexplicable. It's it's kind it's kind of the it's kind of the 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 you know the the wagon pulling pulling the horses. Yes, the 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 Dolphins were in. Scoring range, field goal range, many times. Yeah. In in terms of like the 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 Dolphins were in scoring positions a lot more often than than sort of shows on oh, the, sure. the stat sheet and, and their final score. Oh, so sure. in terms of making you know the Dolphins, they they were pretty much driving the ball at will whenever Tua wasn't trying to throw the game away. Uh, I think that is a, I think that again, again, I think that mischaracterizes it a little. I think it's a little bit extreme. It's just, again, like they, they, they beat who was in front of, if they play defense like that in every game, you know what? It's fine. If you have an offense that could literally just score one other touchdown, they scored one more touchdown. Don't fumble the ball in the end zone. They, they, they win. Like it's, ah, God, I don't, I'm so mad. This game is so infuriating. It's like the more I think about it, the more infuriating this game is. It's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Patriots did not look like a good team. No, they, they of course they, they didn't. Very many games playing like that. No, and it's like, now, you know, the play. Their the schedule doesn't necessarily get easier from here. I, I mean, the Steelers, I don't know. 
who looked better than I would have thought. Fluke, that was like the flukiest, of, the flukiest of all fluke wins against the Bengals. But Mitch Trubisky didn't throw his usual three interceptions, so maybe maybe they got something there. Yeah, but that this Patriots team is not going far. I continue on this path. I, I can't average I can't. above average, good defense or not. I you know, T.J. Watt's not going to be playing. Yeah, T.J. Watt tore his peg, but you know, Najee Harris might not still, be playing. Still, you still have Micah and and all their linebackers. You and, know, some some old Patriots inexplicable injury luck might be kicking in here. You know, they got that. I, you know, Jordan, I said if they went two and zero, I wasn't going to change my stance and how I felt about this team all that much. I I don't even care if they can beat the Steelers. Oh, maybe they can. I don't know. Like now, I don't know though. Like I feel way worse about it now because I'm like, well, I just thought they'd at least like worst case scenario just come out and just call like an uninspiring but like competent offensive game plan. They can't even do that. Like how do you call two play action? Like I can't get over that. How do you spend the whole offseason and be like, oh, we're going to do all this, like, West Coast stuff. We're going to do whole Shanahan thing. We have all these zone runs. We're going to do all this motion and then do none of it. <laughs> and uh, then the also do nothing great. that you did that worked for you last season either. Like, they just they, – oh, my God, it the, looks – I have the answer for you. Oh, what is it? Joe Judge and Matt Patricia cannot coach. They can't run the system from last year, <laughs> and they for damn sure can install whatever – Kyle Han- Shanahan failed to produce against the Bears in the Ark Bowl. But <laughs> it's just it's, – it's, They're incompetent of doing either. It's, it's just – It's a downgrade it's, on all sides. Oh, it's unbelievable. Like, I'm like, I just assumed. I'm like, it can't be. Th- I will not often say that I could do better. I very rarely will say that. I genuinely feel like I could have done better. Like, I genuinely, like, feel like I – like, me and you, Jordan, we could have called a better game. Yeah, I've seen high school offenses with uh, better complexity than the uh, Patriots showed on sat- Sunday. Like my guy, I think at least me and you could have been like, "All right, all right, Mac, uh, you know, just, 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 just kind of let him have Devonte Parker. Just, just let's let's not. Their number two quarterbacks hurt. Let's just let's just not worry about like testing Xavier Howard. What what do we care? What God bless him, he gets to lock him down. God and 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 you know, for a brief second, I thought they were just going to run because their running game was seemingly pretty effective. And then they did it. Half. <laughs> hey, they were getting like what six, seven. Yeah, David Harris, nine carries, forty-eight yards, five point three yards per carry. Like, I was, I, I thought, I thought they were just gonna do that. They're just gonna run in short, pass him to death. But no, they, they didn't, did it. They didn't really do that. Again, they did it. That's what I thought they'd do. Worst to worst is why I still felt like I could pick them in this game. I'm like, well, you know what? We'll just run the ball. There's some short little short little action. Like it'll be boring. It won't be interesting. But like it's there's like a path to this working. And then nope, no running. Just again, just throwing like jump ball after jump ball. To, like Hunter Henry, we need you to like leap over a guy like your prime grow. Oh, by the way, also whenever they had a linebacker on Hunter Henry, somehow not going to the tight ends. Even though again they wanted they wanted to run two tight end sets the whole game, which I don't hate. But then they like they weren't having them run block. I remember once I barely remember seeing Johnny Smith or Hunter Henry run block in this game, and yet you're also not using them as mismatches. Like I don't, I don't. Why do anything? They're, they're missing Nikhil Harry in that sense. I guess their run blocking has been inadequate without Nikhil. Like you have your two tight ends in the whole game, they're barely blocking, and they both collectively both get targeted seven times. That's production. And it's just. 
It's what do we think was? It's, that's utilization that will make even the the most hard, hard hearted caveman from nineteen seventy football. Oh, exactly. Proud. It's just like, like it's like okay, okay. So we're not using the tight ends. We're not we're not utilizing your best receiver from last year. You're not utilizing the running game, but. Which also, by the way, I want to sit here and be like, well, obviously, Matt Patricia, he has his big heart on for Devontae Parker. That's why he played every snap. Only got targeted twice. Like, only was just in the game doing cardio. Just just a workout for him today. Just just a track workout for Devontae Parker. Two targets. One was the interception. The other one was a nifty little nine-yard grab. Like, hey, is Jacoby Myers had a good game? Again, Jacoby Myers looked pretty good. God bless Jacoby Myers. He played played pretty good. I think it was one of the best games I've seen him play. I'll give give Jacoby Myers some love. But like it's it's like they just it's... Bills are gonna eat them alive. Oh my god, how can you not think they will, right? Like it's just Oh my god, it's just it's like It's gonna be so bad. Oh my god, it's like they did nothing. I, Mac Jones didn't get hit that much. Like I'll, I'll, I guess like as much like one of the most pivotal plays was Mac Jones getting blindsided. Otherwise, didn't get touched that much. Got bisected that one time. Got strip sacked. Otherwise, Which, the fact the fact that was an offsetting penalty is insane. Hilarious. Unbelievable. Again, they couldn't even. They couldn't even get pedal. They couldn't even get like have gross acts of violence committed on them correctly. Dude, dude got high load and. and- and they, and, they just repeat, and they just repeated the down. <laughs> it's like, of course. Well, we can't even have that. Can't even let the dolphins' incompetence help you. We've you've sunk so far. You can't take advantage of the dolphins trying to hand you the game. Oh my God! You can't take advantage of Mike McDaniel's, who again I said last week I don't trust their quarterback. I don't trust their coach. That's why I don't feel bad picking against them. And I still feel like I was right to feel that way. Oh my God! It's unbelievable. Yeah, I, I had him had the, I had the Dolphins winning twenty four to seventeen. Oh, I, sure you I, did, absolutely. <laughs> oh, it's the game. I, I, I thought the Patriots would do a lot better than what they did. Oh my God! There was like nothing. Oh my God! They did nothing good besides play defense. Pretty good. Jake Bailey, pretty good. Pretty good punts in this game. I got to tell you, punt unit much improved from last year. That's why I wanted them to bring Joe Judge back. I thought he'd be able to get the punt unit back in shape. Nope, he's just the assistant offensive coordinator. Oh, why not? Okay, close enough. Yeah, it's a difference. Same, same thing. You know. You know, by the way, your one player who scored a touchdown, he's on IR. So, you know, that's fun. Uh, <laughs> Nick Folk didn't have to do much. Go for him. Only had to go out there a couple times, do a couple kickoffs. No, I actually only had to fucking kick the ball off twice. I think. Like, my God. All right, so that was fun. Otherwise, very fun NFL Sunday. Unironically, very fun slate of games on Sunday. Mm-hmm. I got to tell you. Seemed like every game. Mostly because most of them devolved into, like, weird incompetence. Or a monsoon. Very fun, yeah. though. Very good. I mean, Bill's Rams. Bill's smoked Great them. football game. We talked yeah. last week about how I don't, about like all the reasons I don't feel great about the Rams this year. Did we talk? I, I just, 
the Matt Stafford I did, injury. I did the exact same thing last year, and they won the Super Bowl. I know. I get it. I get it. The Stafford injury stuff might be real. E- Eagles, Lions. I had the Eagles defense in fantasy. Thank God they scored a touchdown. I would have lost by. I actually got smoked in fantasy this week. Didn't matter. Lions, well, baby. Lion, Lions almost won. They were scrappy. Jake. Yeah, that's every game. I'm telling you, they're scrappy. They they stay in it. They they play to the exact level of losing by three points to their competition, no matter who the competition is. It's uncanny. It's they play right below the level of their competition. Perfect, perfect tanking team. 14 fourth quarter points, not enough, but they're in it. How can you not love? How can you not enjoy it? Let me tell you, you hammer, you hammer that Detroit under every time you can. <laughs> like Bears and 49ers was the monsoon bowl. Trey Lance looked pretty slick. Got to tell you. He did not. There's Slip. no reason. There's zero reason in, in the world. No reason. That team should lose to the Chicago Bears. Uh, you know, maybe the Bears are really That's every almost every bad team won or almost won. Though I got every team we think sucked had a very good week. Like yeah. Steelers won. Steelers won it after one of the <sighs> gross series of kicking errors. Bra- Browns won. Uh, I bet a on the blocked extra point, a missed twenty-six yard chip shot, and then a missed fifty-five yarder. <laughs> that was unbelievable. We we watched that whole game too. We were we were right there in it. We were watching that game too. We had our eyes on that. We, so I thought Joe Burrow had to walk off. He had to walk off touchdown. He he let him to walk off touchdown. He did. I'm like, okay, all you got to do is kick the extra point, and they it. blocked it. Could've I couldn't it. believe it. Couldn't it a, believe it. Oh God, Texas Texans, my man. I told you about Davis Mills. Let him oh, do yeah, a tie. This is a uh, this is a David Mills podcast now. Let him do it. Falcons almost won. Falcons, I thought sucked. They almost won. Uh, Ra- Ra- Ravens just smoked the Jets. Right? Ra- Ravens just smoked the Jets. Yeah. Carson Wentz is gonna try and fool another fan base into thinking that he's good, only to fail them when it matters. Yeah, you know, they'll, he'll show his true colors around like week nine, week ten. Packers got smoked. I was I found Rodgers in fantasy. Didn't feel good about that. Hey, I told you, I told you the Vikings, man. I told I, I'm you. telling you, I believe, I, I want to believe Jordan, but I have said to Justin Jefferson that he's a bad, he's a bad man. He's a bad man. Oh, I believe it. Jo- oddly enough, your odd, odd thing, Jordan. Now that's the most surprising <laughs> game. Let me okay, odd, 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 odd thing. I've noticed with the shushu. Odd thing I know. Would you, would you say that the Giants uh, looked, uh, looked competent on Sunday? I couldn't believe it. But just, would you just answer the question, please? I'm cross-examining they, you right now. They did, and I was very. What, I don't what know. was the uh, the biggest thing that um changed for the Giants? You'd say um this past off season. Uh, Daniel Daniel Jones. No, didn't no, 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 look no. Like garbage. No, 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 no. What then, what changed for the Giants? Oh, oh, the the their coach. Oh, and who who was their old coach when they before they started maybe displaying some level of competence? Hmm. Now I think I I'm I'm starting I think I think I know where you're taking us. Okay, you think so? You think you're uh, starting to see it? This is very yeah, this is very complicated, um, Jordan. Um, I'm gonna say he he's uh he's on a team in the AFC East. Oh, okay. Um. Hmm. That's tough. I'm isn't gonna it? go with the New England Patriots. Yes, Jordan. Yes, absolutely. Yes. How does he do it? <laughs> Unbelievable. That's weird, huh? I mean, against a Titans team who I'm very down on, in fairness. 
a Titans team I'm extremely down on, but gosh darn it, it helps my narrative, so I'll run with it. Yeah, the, maybe, the Joe Judge slander narrative is far. Something. What? I said maybe Brian Dayball, he can do something. Maybe just the absence of Joe Judge can do something. You know, a lot, lot, of, lot of times, not even that the new guy is good, it's that he's not the old guy. And my God, they look functional. They look competent on offense. Oh, that's crazy. Anyway, the guy who was leading the old offense is now like your first lieutenant on offense. Isn't that fun? Uh, you know, I did watch Raiders Chargers. I have no idea how that game went. Cardinals got smoked. Don't like the Cardinals. Wasn't it a double EXP weekend in COD this weekend, Jordan? Uh, Every time I've played COD on, on PS5, it's been... I believe it was a double XP weekend in which weeks is a double XP weekend. The Cardinals are four and seven. Hey man, you know, you, you just got here. You know, you have to hop on war zone, grind some war zone. <laughs> Car- over dance. Cardinals, another team. I don't, the Cardinals got smoked. Cardinals got, Cardinals got smoked. That like the score. Yeah, that even, team's a good team. Card, that score doesn't even show how bad it was. Cardinals had scored seven going into like Cardinals again. They were they were down like thirty when I was watching that game. I mean they they put out some garbage time touchdowns at the end, but they were oh hey oh Trace McSorley got in. There's a song about him. But you ever heard of Trace McSorley song? No, no, it's a song. There's a Trace McSorley song, but okay. Like, again, a lot of fun games, a lot of fun things happen. You know, Tom Brady looked pretty good, looked pretty locked in. Giselle did an interview this weekend uh, with, like, Elle magazine where she said this is her time now. Interesting. Read into, oh, boy. <laughs> read into that how you – Read into that how – Read into that how you will. But, you know, Broncos, Seahawks, I don't believe in the Broncos anymore. I, I, I've, I've come all the way around. I now think that Nathaniel Hackett is an idiot, and I just can never believe in a team when I think their coach is an idiot. I, I watched the highlights of that game. I, uh, oh, the I highlights cried. don't do it justice. You know, yeah, yeah, then, you got, you got, saw, you got saw, about a minute. Payton and Eli. <laughs> That's sixty I was, seconds. I was saying, I saw, I saw Payton and, and Eli and, and and Shannon Sharp. They're oh, they're yeah. on like the, the their Monday night show and. Oh yeah, the Shannon man. Sharp was losing his mind. Oh, how he was still not... he was still drunk from the from the morning of undisputed of <laughs> rubbing his victories into Skip Bayless's face as he collected his like twenty five cases of, of Diet Mountain Dew. Uh, it was this. Yep, like Nathaniel Hackett don't do not know how to doesn't know how to make a decision in the NFL. I guess I guess he's a moron. Oh well, yeah. You know. You always say, like you know usually when, the Seahawks. And not even that. You have you have a minute. What do they have? A minute left. They're on like the forty. They let it run down thirty something seconds. Call the timeout. Kick the field goal. Like it's, it was thirty six seconds. Nobody knows what's happening. They had three timeouts left. It was thirty six seconds, and then instead of anything, you know, do anything. Your hundred and how many? How much ever money they're paying Russell Wilson now? You're like, ah, uh, let's do a sixty-four yarder. Not even <laughs> if it was in Mile High, I almost get it. If you're in Denver, and I have Brandon McManus in fantasy too, by the way, who I drafted because I'm like, well, they're in Denver, so we'll be able to take some long ones. Clearly, I was right because they'll let him take him, Jordan. At least I know they'll let him attempt the long ones. The Seahawks. Oh, the Seahawks. Oh, we thought sucked. Uh, you know, Geno Smith. You know, you didn't. <laughs> People closed the book on him, but he wasn't. What do you say? I don't remember. What do you say about books? 
He said he said he said uh, they wrote me I off, joined- but I didn't write back. That's what he said. Uh, Geno Smith, best quarterback in football, apparently. Hey man, if, if, Gino, if Gino if if Gino's on a revenge tour, I'll, I'm fucking with it. It's a, weird, it's a weird revenge tour, but you know, God, God bless. That's that's a nasty revenge tour. <laughs> the the I was bad, like I was just bad. <laughs> and people said I was bad, but now I, I'm mad about it. I guess I'm gonna go on a revenge tour. Like <laughs> they booed Russell Wilson <laughs> in Seattle. Yeah, that's, that's that's that. He made the right choice. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out on the Broncos. I'm, I'm out on the Broncos. I'm genuinely like I'm out, like I don't want to overreact to anything else. Week one, out on the Broncos. Completely out. Nathaniel Hackett is should be fired. Genuinely, you're like okay, you can't be head coach. You don't. You don't. He, he may, we'll give him give him one more. Game. No, why? <laughs> why? We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe he just got maybe he just got pressured. It was Monday night. They had like four different. You can't be. <laughs> Week one know. Monday night to make up a stage for him? Maybe. Uh, you know, that's the problem. He just, he just gets nervous, you know? Bring somebody else in. Bring, like, just, it's done. It's a wrap. Just just another another in a long line of guys who was sandwiched between, like, a good offensive coach and a great quarterback. It just coasted. And, hey, you know, what's it the guy? You know, okay, well, fair enough. <laughs> Dumb, yeah. bad, awful, terrible. Yeah, great week one. Quite enjoyed week who's one. Playing, who's playing tomorrow? The Rams. Or oh, the Chargers Chiefs. It's a good one. Char- okay, Chargers Chiefs. Oh yeah, Chargers Chiefs. That's a good one. Classic AFC West bout, and the Patriots are playing right at one p.m. on Fox with Ian Eagle, where they belong. But oh, we haven't oh, even Lord picked the it. game. We- oh. Score predictions go. I'll go Steelers. Okay. 20. I'll, I'll pick an ugly score. 20, 25, 16. Oh, my God. You're giving them double-digit points? I don't know if I should, but, like, I, <laughs> I, 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 one has to hope. I mean, like, my God, like, I, there's so much closer. we got to have a guest for this, by the way. We apologize. Still trying to get urinating tree on the show, but. It's like they're so much closer to the Steelers than I thought they were. Or, like, I really hope they would be, seeing as how they're in, like, year three of their rebuild versus the Steelers, who are in week two of their rebuild. And they are they already put down one of the best teams in the NFL. Not, not convincingly. But no, no, no. Uh, as unconvincingly as possible, actually. But In, in y- typical Steelers fashion. You know, God bless. It's like... Yeah. Can't wait for them to lose to the Texans. I'll go Steelers. I'll go Steelers 13 10. I'm going to go. Yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Going to go low scoring affair, but just, I. Ah. You're hammering (laughs) the under on on Sunday. What? I said you're hammering the under on Sunday. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. That's a great under, actually. I might actually do that. Uh, yeah. No, not great. Then the Ravens are coming in the box. You're going to look at 42 and you're going to go, no way. No way. That's the uh, Let's see what the under is, right? Let's look at it. Look at it together. There's no way it's 40. There's no way it's 42. There's no way the over the line is at 40. That would be... I'm hammering that on... on. No, the app update available? Oh, God. Oh, God. Hang on. I'm going to go online. Hang on. Rhode Island. We got... Got to we gotta call our bookies. At yeah, yeah, hang on. Sportsbook. Yeah, the Ryan Sportsbook. Okay, uh, perfect. Week two, week two. Come on, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Uh, forty. Yeah, that's fair. 
Is that, however, the lowest total of the week? Uh, that is the lowest total of the week. So fair enough. They're, they're right in line with it. I mean, 40, 40, even 40 seems high, but it's, you know, it's, they're making the same point we're making. They don't think they're going to score a lot in this game. Or they want you to think that they think that, so you bet it, and then they somehow win, but it's fine. Got to put a nice tenor down on that. Yep, no, Patriots are two-point favorites in this game. I kind of don't believe that. Oh, they're two-point favorites. I mean, they're at home, so that No, they're in Pittsburgh. Why, but even... No, no, they're they're in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Jordan. I don't believe it then. That's false. They're in Pittsburgh. It's false. Well, bet the Steelers That's a then. false narrative. No, take, take the cheese then, Jordan. Take the cheese on that. Put your money where your mouth is. Dang it. Do I, do I, put, I put $5 on, on, on the Steelers? <laughs> it's uh, it's minus 110, my... so you get like 450 back. Dang. But, yeah. No, I might, I might take that. I might, I might legitimately take that under. But that's a gnarly under. But. Yes, that's fun. A uh, fun week in the NFL, except for if you're a Patriots fan, then it was an atrocious, terrifying mess of a thing. Um, you know, or a 49ers fan, because I'm on your head. <laughs> Listen, all right, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll see the, what the happens. Sli- the slip and slide at Soldier Field. Hey, the slip and slide bowl was crazy. I drove somebody to the airport today to fly to Chicago. I told him, look out for the rain. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Chicago might just be underwater based on what we saw. It might be. They got to squeegee the whole city. I don't know if there's a Chicago left. What's going to be on Chicago night? Luckily for them, all their trains are like overground. So, like, the trains (laughs) for now. But yeah. Oh, yeah. If that was in Boston, oh my God, the T would be sinking. It'd be be the Submer T. I forgot there wasn't a T in Submarine when I went to say that. The T Pedo. That's, yeah, that's good. That's Thank good. you. I think that one, I think I, I salvaged that. Yeah, the, the TP, though. Just going to let that one linger for a minute. <laughs> uh, you want you want to talk a little bit of college football? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, college football happened. Um, I watched one game. Me, I don't know how many games you watched. Me me and Jordan both, though, together or apart, were digitally connected as, as many friends who are torn apart by the realities of life are. Uh, we watched Texas-Alabama. Uh Hell of a game, Jordan. That was... Oh, boy. That was... Which, by the way, you know Alabama's ranking has not changed? Alabama's still ranked number two? (laughs) Alabama's ranking did not change. They're still number two. Texas ranked 21st now. If you you didn't see it, Texas Texas had it. I got to tell you. Texas, they had it. Texas was legitimately in that game. Their quarterback... Quit Quinn Ers, who looked real good. Like the first quarter, he went down. Texas had tied at halftime. Texas was up for a while. You know, Bryce Young kind of got it done in the end there. And then the worst thing I've ever seen happened. And what happened was, and I will, for anybody who did not watch this game, because before this was all in on the Longhorns, I was loving it, I was with it. And then Jordan. Bad coaching decisions usually leave a horrific taste in my mouth. Or maybe it wasn't a coaching decision. Anyway, for those of you who don't know, Alabama went up by one. Yeah, it only went up by one. It was they they kicked a, they were able to get in there, kick a field goal. Texas defense still held them out of the end zone. Then they also tried icing the kicker, which I thought was stupid, but we'll get into that. So Texas had two timeouts. 
There's a little over 10 seconds on the clock. There was 10 seconds on the clock after the kick. Texas decided to ice the kicker, which, A, I hated. I hated the decision to ice the kicker. It was like a 35-yard field goal for one thing. Two, they were using timeouts that could have maybe used with 10 seconds left. Decided to ice the kicker. Hated it. Hated that decision. I thought that would be the bad decision of the game. Anyway, then immediately after this, on the kickoff. Again, let me set the scene. 10 seconds left. Mm -hmm. Texas, down by one. One timeout. Mm-hmm. Ball gets kicked in the end zone. It goes deep into the end zone. I'm like, okay. Going to take this, kneel it down. Ten seconds, one timeout on the 25. You know, like you need a field goal. Eh, not great odds, but you know, like that, that you can play. We should have the second timeout. Second timeout, I might feel better. Might be a little bit tight, but whatever. Fine. Dude gets the ball, runs it out of the end zone, cuts down six seconds. I'm losing my mind that he's running out this guy. I think it would be, I thought it was impossible that we would see a kick return in this game. I thought it was impossible. Because why would you? Especially with how deep it went. I thought that ball was going out the back of the end zone. I was surprised when it even, that even got to him. I was confused when he was moving with it for a minute. Goes out the end zone. Now they have four seconds left. Only time for one play. They, like, try one little pass. Doesn't go through. I think the guy just caught it. Whatever. Game's over. Game's over. And an infuriating decision. What I, I see zero, zero explanation for. To the point where, like, I was talking to Jordan about it. And he's like, you got to cut the guy. Jordan's like, you just got to cut the guy. To me, my assumption is that, like, in a situation of that magnitude, especially in college, by the way, where guys have even less leeway, I assume... That's a coaching decision. The coach is the one who's deciding. Who's saying, like, hey, run this out or don't run this out under any circumstances. I'm telling the guy. I'm in the headset telling him that. Whatever. That feels like a coaching decision. Whether you not, to not run that out. So anyway, I wanted to know. I just had to know. So, Jordan, before the show, I listened to the postgame mm. press conference. On the Longhorns YouTube I assumed that would be the first thing they ask him about. Whose decision was that? Was that a you decision? Was that like, do you have like a special teams guy made a decision? Was it the kick returner's decision? Which is insane to leave that up to like your third string running back to make that game determinative of a decision. Whatever. Did not ask him about it. At least in what they uploaded to the YouTube channel. Didn't even come up. Not a word about it. Which to me, malpractice. Journalistic malpractice. Steve Sarkeesian sat down. He monologued for like two and a half minutes about how proud he was of everybody. And then he just asked him more about how proud he was of everybody. And nobody was like, hey, did you tell him to run that out? Like, what was, what was with that? Nobody. Not a soul. And I just sit through 17 minutes of it. So, no, I tried, people. So, if Steve Sarkeesian wants to come on the show and just answer for this, he's more than welcome. But, oh, my God, that's that's really, that's my only college take. Also, Notre Dame is rotting in their grave, which I find very funny. But, yeah, that's it. Those are all my college football takes from this week. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian, what, what were you? I, I've never, like, <laughs> ping-ponged. That was an emotional roller coaster, that Texas game. Roller coaster. It was just truly unbelievable. And that's it. Do you have any final takeaways, Jordan? He, he was trying to throw that game. I like, why, he was, though? He was trying to throw a game. Uh, why from, would you? From, from, from like, from, 
from like the 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 the, the bootleg rollouts, the the five step drops against the the, the best or uh, the yeah, second it, best it top worked. two best front sevens in the country. It, it kind of worked, but it got your first string quarterback. He did, he's did done for killed. a while, and then the second string guy damn near broke his ankle. He did. And he he really, did really didn't gain much by it. Like I and said, then, and then and then you have the the infamous running the ball out of the end zone with 10 seconds left. Uh, the, the funniest part about it is that I was about 10, 15 seconds ahead of you because I was watching it on, on YouTube TV. Mm-hmm. And I immediately started questioning it because I my eyes couldn't believe it because I saw him kick the ball mm-hmm. like four or five, six yards into the end zone. I'm like, okay, just take the knee. And then he started running forward. And I, 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 my eyes, I thought my eyes deceived me. I thought I was just hallucinating because that was just – I couldn't. I couldn't comprehend that a person can be so boneheaded. Oh, the bone. no so, flesh, no spongy tissue, no cartilage, <laughs> just bone. And again, I just, I can't, I cannot believe that that was the kick returner's decision. I can't. I refuse. I re- hey, like I, normally I, that I can't. I, I can't believe Steve Sarkeesian. He would tell him to run it out. I can't believe that either. It's it's unbelievable. Why would you? I need somebody to answer for it. And I had the opportunity, and nobody asked him. It was unbelievable. All week, I've been like, I'm going to watch the press conference. That'll answer my question. I just hadn't had time. Finally, before we sat down to do this, I watched it, and nothing. Nothing. I'm going to Austin, Jordan. I'm going to go fix things. That's that's the greatest mystery of, of Oh, the, my God. What, what's, I'm going to look century. up newspapers in Austin. Like, move over, like, JFK's assassination or what happened to the the, the Amelia Earhart move. No, no, no. No, who, who told who, that man to run that ball out the end zone? Like it's on. It's I need on. to know that more than anything else. Uh. Anyway, a lot of other fun games in college football. By the way, Marshall beat Notre Dame. Your your Appalachian State Mountaineers, baby. They they took out Texas A and M. But we can of the Sun Belt, man. Sun Belt, baby. Sun Belt's a Power Five in my eyes now. What a week in college football. Genuinely, what a week. Uh, Anthony Richardson, you know, I loved him last week. Looked like crap this week. Kentucky really put the screws on him. Kentucky's ranked ninth now. Ooh. But uh, they looked real good. Uh, so I'm glad I almost was going to watch that game. I didn't have time to, so I'm almost glad I didn't. But, you know, that's it. That's that's all I got for this week. It's been a frustrating one. You have any closing takes on anything for the people, Jordan? Um... Red Sox are still bad. You know what? Fair enough. Uh, you know, uh, Reese McGuire is hitting like 480 right now. It's unbelievable. But, uh, you know, uh, so- solidarity with the rail workers of this country. They're going to strike soon. It's going to gonna ruin all of our lives. But, you know, don't blame them. Blame blame the kid. Blame the rail company. not giving them a raise in 10 years. Uh, all right, everybody. That's it. Have a good week. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Jake R. Elmsley. Follow, follow True World King on Instagram. Uh, that's it. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.